Welcome to the CFG Gamecast episode number 35, a weekly podcast created by gamers and streamers alike to discuss the latest gaming topics from the previous week. We stream a new episode on Saturdays and release it on podcast services like Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Podbean, as well as iHeartRadio, which I'm am actually surprised about, but, but definitely show us some love and uh, follow us or, or like us on uh, CFG Gamecast on Twitch or one of our respective Twitch channels. I am Mr. CFG Games himself, Davis Green, and with me are, t- are two of my awesome co-hosts. I got Lex over it, over at Le- uh, This Is Lex. How are you doing? Yep. I'm doing really good. Uh, catching up on some sleep. Had a had a little bit of a, a weird week, but uh, doing pretty good. How are you doing? I am tired, as always. <laughs> so I guess that's normal. <laughs> That is normal for me, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, did you play anything new? Anything? Uh, anything exciting? Uh, at least of uh, this week. I know it's been kind of like a, a math week for you, you know. So, yeah, it, it has been a little bit of a math week. Um, I played some DVD. Um, Faith Chapter Two. I'm almost done. Uh, we played a little bit of Monster Hunter. I played some Monster Hunter offline uh, as like my Zen, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was tired of uh, crying, so I was like, oh, I'll just get on some Monster Hunter. That won't make me uh, sad. Uh, <laughs> I was checking out some new games. Have you guys seen uh, the the new commercial for the new Doom Eternal? Oh, uh, I did, yes. Yeah, I, I don't did. know if it's just the music, but it got me hyped. So uh, um, I'm kind of curious about do, that. Do you know what's funny? Uh, so, like, uh, I completely, I've actually, we've actually got a chance to play some of Doom Eternal. <laughs> And uh, that game is going to be uh, like right now, maybe because there's no games that are out, but I can easily see that game being a, a game of the year contention. Really? <laughs> easily, yeah. Surprisingly to it say. It looks so good, yes. Smitty. Yes. It looks so good. Like and it, the music. The music is oh. what makes the, what makes the Doom games a Doom game is uh, like is that music that's yeah. coinciding with what's what's going on in the game and then the and like yeah. everything in that game the feel of it the like what you have to do i mean the mechanics are a little bit different like they actually added some interesting new mechanics to the game that that that, that, uh, that. that, that they switched up to it but like uh and then also like you know to to uh to get like you know if you need more health or you need to get more armor you have to do specific things to do to get mm-hmm. to get it which is really cool but man that game the game for a first person game i love that they only focus on the story no no, none of the none of the multiplayer uh aspects of it not not knocking the multiplayer for for uh for shooting shoot ups but it it is a really really stacked game i would i would definitely suggest for people to pick up for for me though that game always is kind of more like a single person because the story is what you play it for yeah but like if you if you watch at least the one that i saw because i'm sure there's several commercials for it Mm -hmm. but the character like you see it from third person he jumps off this ledge it switches to front view and the music is just Oh, metal, metal girl heaven for me. Okay, and I he lands and then like his stance and when he stands up, you're just like, oh, what's happening? What is this? Hello? And then it's just it's epic. I highly recommend if you guys are oh, if you guys like music and, and games, uh, check out the commercial for Doom. Uh, it's it's intense and. It got me hyped. Oh, when a yeah. good drum beat can make my heart like pitter patter, ooh, you know, I'm I'm all in. So I heard that. And I was 
game over for me. I, I think I might be in love, CFG. Oh, yeah, you definitely need to play that. If you Have you played the first one, the one that came out in 2016? I did. Okay, if you did like that, then you'll definitely love this. So definitely Is this going to be on PC, though? Yeah, I it's going to be on, on PC. Console. It's going to be on PC. Oh, oh uh, th- that's the only way I'll play that game. It's going to be on PC. I mean, there's absolutely. no way. No way I cannot say uh, to, to get high frames on that game. So definitely. Oof. All right, and we got on the third seat, <laughs> we got My the five-star general of the itty-bitty Smitty committee. committee. Yeah, I got Smitty <laughs> on the third seat. How are you doing, buddy? Yeah, Doing well, my friend. Uh, we streamed some uh, Overwatch last night, actually, with uh, This Is Lex and In Dust New uh, mm-hmm. and uh, some other friends. Played a lot of comp. We slayed uh, up and down. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we. Yeah, I think we ended. Maybe up, uh, two. Yeah, Wait, two matches. That's it. Wow. Well, that was lost... when you were playing earlier. Yeah, we lost we're, one cop when we were first playing just the three of us, and then I I right. came back in for the for the five teamer, and we only lost one. That's right. That's right. Oh yeah, God. two. Pretty. Yeah, it was pretty productive for like five productive. hours of comp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it usually doesn't go like that. And I'm I'm super <laughs> like like I'm I'm pretty particular when it comes to playing, especially competitive with other people. I don't typically play it on stream, but I was feeling froggy mm. uh last night. So we went ahead and did it. It was a good time though. Uh I mean I was up till like a good uh like five o'clock. We ended up raiding uh Tashir. Oh, he cool. was up and yeah. he was streaming. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, I was like, dude, I've never uh Never uh, had an opportunity to rate them, so that was uh that was awesome. But yeah, it was good, man. Um, and and other than that, it's just uh been been busy, uh been productive, but uh it, it's been uh it's been pretty well. That's awesome. That's cool, man. That's awesome to hear. Like I've been uh, you know, it's funny. Like I for some reason I, I don't know what it is for the uh, but like I had this RPG bug that I wanted to finish up this one game called Indivisible, and I've just been I'm watching you. Yeah, I've been man, I, like. Uh, I, I, I'm close to the end. I was actually I grinded a little bit today. I real I decided not to stream it because it's basically the boring stuff, which is basically trying to finish right. the the side stories and all that stuff. So I was like, okay, I'll just do this on my own casually. And then, then I realized I am probably wanting the platinum this game because like I'm at eighty percent. Right. I am at eighty percent. I am so close to finishing it all up. So I might as well just I'm like three or four trophies and I'm gonna go do it. So I'm probably gonna finish it, do some more of it tonight. And uh, hopefully finish that up so I can just say, hey, done. I got my platinum for the year, so I hit my quota for that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and uh, just been getting ready to set uh, setting up some stuff for uh, for Extra Life. And I'm do actually going to be going to the Make-A-Wish offices in my state here uh, next week so to talk to some of the people over there. So that's going to be pretty cool, uh, cool myself. So looking forward to all that. And we also got a fourth new member as well. Uh, uh, you won't be able to see uh, to see her, but she's definitely there. She's lurking in the in the midst of the stream chat. She will be our mon- our, our permanent CFG Gamecast moderator. We got Faye, aka Pompadour Princess, uh, 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 in the in the deal too. So so it's definitely she's definitely around. How are you doing, Faye? 
Good. I'm I'm hiding in here. <laughs> just just it's creeping. probably a good thing I don't have a camera because I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> well, first off, I'm not very comfy right now. Maybe we aren't either. <laughs> first off, you're right. What kind of coat? Like, if you did have a camera and then you have your you have, what, you have like a pants cam, the lower the lower half cam would be very interesting to, <laughs> to yeah, be no, like. There's no face <laughs> cam. It's just. The floor and like half my butt. Yeah, it's like all or nothing, <laughs> basically. That's fair enough. All right. But, anyways, let us get to it and uh, let's go through the rigmarole. So, basically, what we do is uh, each of us picks a topic, a news topic of discussion within video games from the previous week. The topic would or could be about a specific game or something that happened uh, in, the game, in the gaming industry, period. And we also don't want to talk about it ourselves. We want you, the community, to be a part of the conversation. Uh, if it's something cool, uh, Faye will be moderating live on the chat, and then if she finds something that's interesting, she'll point it, and she'll be a part of the uh, uh, of the podcast and the conversation. So definitely, we encourage people to 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 be involved. So let's get down to it. Uh, so, like I said, uh, I said, Lex, you go first. So what do you, what are you bringing to the table? So it's not game specific. It's mm -hmm. games in, in its entirety. So mm -hmm. if you guys don't know, uh, China, uh, besides Hong Kong, uh, they have a censorship. So Google, Facebook, uh, they do a censorship on, on pretty much everything that uh, anyone in China is consuming on the Internet. Uh, there are debates as to why we won't get into that necessarily because that's kind of goes into the political aspect of things. Mm -hmm. uh, but the kind of uh, loophole for years since its existence was Steam. Steam could be you could play any games. Uh, you indie creators in China could create and put out content on Steam. And so Steam for all of these years <clears throat> has been a platform that China didn't didn't censor up until now. So I'll, I'll read a little bit of the article uh, that we have. Uh, PC gaming is big in China and so is Steam. It's not officially approved to operate there, yet millions of Chinese gamers use it every day. Uh, simplified Chinese is the second most common language used on that platform. Chinese developers are flourishing through Steam and major international publishers are intensifying their efforts to cater to that market. Uh, Valve itself is looking to capitalize on that extremely, extremely lucrative market as well. Right now, the Steam situation in China is muddy at best. As Steven explained in an in-depth report on censorship, Steam, and the explosive rise of PC gaming in China, the Chinese authorities tightly regulate video games in the country, yet Steam has somehow escaped scrutiny. And nobody seems quite sure why. Perhaps working on the assumption that this state of affairs can't hold forever. Valve is working with Chinese game, gaming company Perfect World to launch an officially sanctioned version of its storefront in the country. Steam, Steam China's just going to be a much better experience for Chinese customers. Local servers are all localized content, so it's different in that it's just a service targeted at the Chinese gamers, as opposed to right now where Chinese gamers are coming to Steam, but it's, you know, it's outside of China and they're assessing. Mm -hmm. uh, we want Chinese customers to have a really high quality access to Steam games, and that means getting a set of games approved through the appropriate channels and a service that is local. The servers that are right here, they can have fast download times and features make their quality life better. 
Now, here's the problem. As of right now, again, like I had said, China hasn't really been able to censor steam and nobody knows why. It's just one of those things that it kind of, like it said, it's, it's for whatever reason, scrutiny hasn't come to steam yet in that market. But now, I mean, I guess, who knows, maybe one of the political uh, powers that be realized, you know, one of their kids was using Steam and the games on there, like GTA 5, would definitely not be uh, playable if the government got a hold and was able to censor. That would definitely be a game that would be out, right? Uh, And so basically now what China is saying Mm -hmm. is we're going to make our own Steam and nobody's they, everything is going to have to be pre-approved so okay. so like are they saying specifically now is steam themselves being a part of this process or is it china as the the china like the chinese government as a whole is <clears throat> is basically saying hey we could do that too on our but just in china itself and then they're going to have force chinese companies to go through them correct so it's going through a company called perfect world uh, I, I, I'm going to scroll through a little yeah, bit. No so per- Perfect World. Yeah, I've heard of Perfect World before. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to say. Despite the uncertainties, some failure significant aspects of the storefront have apparently been nailed down. Uh, yeah, they already have a list of games that are approved. Uh, like Dead Cells, okay. Subnautica, Unruly Heroes. Uh, they have ones that are kind of pre-approved as of right now, but it, it's it's kind of up in the air. They're not necessarily saying like what's going to be available and what's not, mm-hmm. and that's where people are kind of curious because I don't even think and and unless I'm wrong, even with a VPN in China, I still you're still censored. I don't think they're able to change their location, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know how they would be able to, to enforce that, but uh, mm-hmm. if they do, I mean, that's really scary. But but if they do, it's very, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But, I mean, overall, like, I don't know how, well, I mean, I guess I don't know how to feel about this because I because it's not affecting us directly. But I will say right. this, though. Right. I'm not mm-hmm. really certain if, like, uh, now, if they're, if, if, because uh, there's there's a weird thing in my mind about this. How is Steam like? If Steam is the one that's that that's enforcing this on their own, like I mean, like what kind of? I, I'm just curious on what kind of pressure are they getting from the Chinese government? Because this I, is something that's been going on for over 20 years, and then this has been right. the the this has been the weird loophole that that, that Steam has has created for the uh, for China, and then like right. uh, what kind of pressure like is forcing them to kind of say, okay, we need to uh cater specifically for china like i don't think it's actually going to be steam itself they're just kind of calling it steam china oh Um, i think i don't think from what i'm reading and i could be wrong but it it doesn't look like that actual steam is involved it looks like it's a third-party company they're going to pre-approve games and content and then they're going to have local servers however here's the thing indie developers in china are now going to be censored. So yeah. content creators for games, co- uh, gaming companies out of China are now under scrutiny. Yeah. And so a lot of these games that have been worked on for years that were set to come out may not because now the censorship is coming into play. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's where 
the issues are going to lie. Like it's it's sad already that you're censoring what news comes to your country and all of that political stuff aside. However, now you're censoring a big community gaming. in yeah. and of itself, right? You're you're censoring essentially all of gaming yeah. and what's coming to your country and what's going to be put out. So a lot of indie developers are, are scrambling and wondering, like, are we going to have to move completely to other countries and be able to, because now they can't release on Steam itself. Um, Smitty, what were we going to say? I'm sorry. So, so, and maybe this is just me. I'm just trying to get a, a grasp of exactly uh, what this is about. So you're saying that China basically has developed this uh, platform that'll house ga- games like right. Steam. It's basically Steam, but is not technically affiliated with with Steam. But so how are they getting the games then? Like, wouldn't they have to license that then from developers and this and that to be able to run it off of their platform? Well, it's yes. China. That, yeah, that, I mean, the long and short of it is, yeah, right. they would need to. But at the same time, like, for instance, Blizzard it's had China. to. Yeah, bl- yeah, it's China because, I mean, Blizzard is in partner uh, is in close partnerships with Chinese uh, with the Chinese government that allows them to do what they're doing. But imagine exactly. if Blizzard didn't do that, then it would be simple. There won't be any Blizzard games. There's no there won't be any Overwatch. There won't be any uh, what's any of it uh, because they won't give them give them access to those games at all whatsoever. So, uh, so I guess the bigger the bigger part is that Blizzard is a is a huge company and they're able to 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 have that kind of resource. But I guess the more fear is like since I mean since Steam is a melting pot of small developers, there's no way that they that they'll have that kind of level of resources to do what uh, to to get that kind of that kind of talks, and they'll be able to. They would have to be quote unquote Chinese approved to uh, to do that. So I get. I mean, man, I don't know. That's kind of scary. I mean, That's very scary. It's that'll really have scary. A huge, huge. Uh, so you're talking that'll have a huge impact mm-hmm. on on everybody basically yeah it, even if you're not in in china it's gonna have a huge impact right. and because they're on local servers people that you may have been playing with for years you know let's say you're playing on a world of warcraft server and you have a friend in china who's been playing with you they may not be able to play with you anymore because their servers are oh, localized if you yeah. think about it from that you can't aspect, even like technically right. get out to the outside world yeah. you're just exactly contained That's- Oh, that is the whole point terrible. of their censorship. I mean, last year in November, they put a curfew on game uh, on on games. Uh, China imposed what? a gaming curfew for minors yep. last year in in November. Yep, uh, mm-hmm. by eight p.m. and in the evening, uh, between twenty two hundred and eight, uh, you're restricted to ninety minutes of gaming on weekdays. Wow, three hours on weekends and holidays. Coming from the government. Yeah. Coming from the government. So, I mean, think about it. If they're able to impose that, if you were caught, you went to jail. So, if, like, you, let's say you were playing on your phone on the way to work. Kids were picked up and and thrown in, you know, it, they got in trouble. Like, literally got in trouble for gaming. Wow. Uh, and so, if they're able to enforce that, like, think of all the other things that they can do. I mean, again, like their population let alone goes what into the billions i believe um um so that it's huge that now we're losing it sucks if you had friends in china that you were playing with because now you you may not be able to play with them they may not be able to play the game at all mm. or now they're on their own servers and now you won't be able to communicate with them well the devil's advocate in that is uh that like i think like 
Like, I mean, when you're playing like game in the like bigger games, I don't think it's going to be effective. I don't think it's going they're going to because they're catering for the Chinese. Those games are automatically are catering for the Chinese community and they are usually approved through the Chinese government with that, whatever their, their ways of doing it. Like, I mean, with EA and all EA blizzard and stuff, I think at a lower level. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, uh, but they're not depending on steam as their source to get it, uh, to get the games into the thing. Yeah. They have, they have it on consoles. They can get through, uh, they get it through, uh, through these things and they have the service to build it, to back it up. Right. But, better better speed and all of that for yeah, them definitely but, yeah yeah but the biggest thing is it's like and they also like i said they have a they have a understanding with the chinese government themselves directly like or they're or 90 percent of the times they're probably tencent has their way has their has a has a hold on it so, uh, uh somewhere like if they wanted to play madden in japan and china i'm pretty sure they can but like uh but like if you're going to go play games like like you said a pc game a pc game that's specifically for a smaller developer this is going to hurt the small guy overall that's why i think it's going to be i think the biggest problem is that it's going to be the it's going to be the the level of like you know like you said it's going to hurt uh developers that are actually in china to to mm-hmm. say uh to give out to the community or, or more like have that mentality of like saying what's the point of even releasing it if i know that no one's going to be or will be uh, exactly. will be playing it so right. i mean i think that's the biggest fear that i would get from uh from the uh from this kind of crazy change that's going on and man that, like that well and it's sucks. not even that like your fear of no one getting to be able to play it because it's centered in china but because you're in china you can't release it to steam for the rest of the world to mm. play it so it, it's not even the fear of okay well maybe people in my own country can't play it but now i can't release it to anyone else because it's been censored but how are they not able to release it i mean like well, are they are they not are they banning those people to release it to steam even though if steam theoretically well, isn't coming in china but is that is but what if that's the what what but uh, but that would that stop them to, to release it on steam anyways for <laughs> people outside of china to play the to play the game though like are, I mean, are they, unless they directly say so are they directly saying that they can't that they have to well, use that service or? If, here's the thing so as of right now steam has not been censored right so mm-hmm. you can access steam in any country including china Mm-hmm. So now they're going to take Steam out of the equation completely mm-hmm. and they're building their own. So no one will be able to access Steam in China is basically right. what the articles are saying. So if you're an indie creator that's in China, you don't have access to Steam any longer. Okay, yeah, but oh. like okay, I see what you're saying on that, but like uh I'm sure there has to be a way to uh to, to for contact <laughs> with Steam. I mean I mean I guess we don't know I mean you don't know, but I mean it seems very well, are there is there anything like has anybody like come out with a statement about this that's in China like any yeah. developers or anything like that what are, what are they saying yeah, so i mean as far as like the bbc uh and pc gamer uh they they wrote this article in august of last year so mm-hmm. this now though is becoming more of a big deal because it's becoming it's coming into effect now mm-hmm. uh and so uh, so it's uh, is almost entirely independent of Steam. So as of right now, I think you can access a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but it, it's it's not gonna like they've they're taking Steam out of the equation entirely. Uh, but it looks like indie indie developers are panicking. Yeah. As of you know, as of right now, 
here's the thing though it's hard to get statements because i tried looking and digging deeper uh but because of the censorship i i think people are afraid to speak up mm. um because yeah. even the indie developers that they talk to they're not saying who they are right yeah. and so that kind of gives you a bigger idea of well if they're not saying who they are and they're stating in the article they're purposefully not stating who they are they're trying not to get in trouble do you know what i mean no. and because yeah. there's such a there's such a an air about it right the censorship it's a big part of what's going on in china you can't really speak uh, negatively about things like that because that could get you in trouble it could get you shut down you know what i mean and so i just it's sad yeah like, sounds... i just it's in, in in its entirety it's just really sad it is you know? it's unfortunate man well hopefully we'll and, stay, stay well yeah i'm sorry to cut you off there but like no you're fine uh definitely uh stay tuned well definitely uh, uh keep an eye on that i really definitely love to uh, uh to be checking out some more with it so that'd be awesome uh, yeah because the article that we're going off that i'm going off of right now it, it's been they've added to it since august mm -hmm. um so it's starting to go into effect things are happening and it's just it's it's sad yeah okay. is what it, it comes down to for me at least Sounds good. All right, cool. Um, I'll, okay, let's go. So. <laughs> uh, I'll, whatever, Smitty. But anyways, <laughs> Smitty, uh, you're next up. Uh, what do you have to bring to the, what do you bring into the yeah, table? Yeah, I've got a story that's gonna that's gonna tug on your heartstrings a little bit. Mm. I thought this was a pretty crazy and and uh, interesting story. Let mm -hmm. me get a napkin. Uh, yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> But it turns out I, I already uh, got the box of tissues next to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. So this is this is a Chinese company. Um, but what they did was uh, and there's a video we'll be able to I'll, I'll pop up here in a second as well. Um, but what they did was uh, here. I'll just kind of read a little bit of it. In 2016, Jiangji Sung's seven year old daughter, Nayeon, died of an incurable disease. Three years later, the South Korean mother was reunited with Naeon, sort of, in a virtual world created for a televised documentary. Wow. Uh, on Thursday, the uh, Menghao uh, Broadcasting Corporation shared a clip from the special documentary titled I Met You on his YouTube page with the footage cutting between the real world and a uh, virtual one, which we'll show you here uh, in a second. Uh, essentially, what they did was they, they took, they went, like eight months, uh, they took this stuff from uh, her daughter that passed away, and they built a model uh, of this child, um, and they created this space and they created this world. And uh, what they did was they they took the mother in a virtual you know a virtual uh, reality, put her in a headset and whatnot, and she was able to go in and essentially interact uh, with her daughter again uh, wow. that was uh, that had passed away. Absolutely unbelievable. Hold on, let me pull up the uh, the video real quick. That's insane. Uh, but I think it is absolutely insane. I mean, like, it's totally... Uh, oh, it says that full screen is unavailable. Well, uh, here, I'll just pull it up here. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this I mean, this totally is like like Black Mirror uh, stuff. You know what I mean? Where... Look at this. <laughs> oh, your reaction alone. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, literally, it's... Don't get me wrong. I think it's really oh. cool how that what they're able to do with this, but 
in a way, does that kind of make you feel it's a little bit cruel too? At the same time, uh, uh, at the same well, time, I think it depends on how you. And and again, I think in like reading within its article too, there has to be that. Uh, listen, this person has accepted that their 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 uh, uh, whomever their loved one had right. passed away, and that they're just having this opportunity to be able to experience their the, them almost like a memory in this virtual world. Um, I think it's incredible. I, I think it's absolutely like I think this would be this would change so much for people that feel guilt when people die or this or that. It'll give you that opportunity to at least, uh, you know, kind of relive this. And not only that, but technology wise, you know, this this shows like I mean, I can't imagine there. And they're saying that there's other companies also uh, that are working on this technology, basically taking people's memories, building these virtual avatars, if you will uh of us that we can interact with uh essentially preserving i mean that's isn't that the fountain of youth is that not uh, immortality it starts kind of hindering on that uh what was that uh, the one show on uh hbo um oh my god Oz? The, not no no <laughs> oh my gosh westworld no. westworld yeah yeah that's what it, yeah it reminds me of westworld and being able to essentially transfer ourselves into these digital avatars you know what i mean like is that you know is it you? I don't know. And like, what kind of stuff will that create? Uh, oh, but I thought it was incredible. They did a documentary. It's on their YouTube channel. Uh, let me post this article yeah, in here. It, I thought yeah. this was really interesting, though. And and I mean, just being able to see the raw emotions to be able to from a a avatar that they built digitally to be able to to invoke a reaction from a person uh, like that. You know, that's absolutely moving. And and it would be interesting to see. Uh, you know how that how that may help people uh in the future or, or i don't know if that helps to grieve i think that's actually kind of i don't know man that's kind of that's a really great line i mean because like i mean theoretically you're right you, you can see it you're seeing it with the glass half half uh half full but i'm seeing it half empty like i feel like like uh if you're going to get in a situation where you can you create a world of a person that you found that you loved and then now you're can use like the virtual world to be because like if you see the video that mom is trying to hold her child like and that is incredibly like and then she is like uncontrollably crying because it's like you're bringing you're bringing that you're bringing i feel like you're kind of bringing that kind of pain back you know i mean you know in your heart that 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 the person passed away uh, but yet you're bringing that back. I mean, uh, tw- uh, towards that, like that that pain is still there. That's not. I don't think it's going to help with grieving. I think it's actually going to help. Kind of, you'll 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 help. You will remember that, that. Yeah, this is your this was your this is your loved one that that is uh, that you missed or that that you that you missed very dearly, and then you're just going to be in this world that is computerized because there's going to be a limit to that uh to uh with that computer uh with that ai or that computer uh that computer like uh 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 realizations and stuff that like you're going to once you hit that wall it's like man i don't know i feel like that this is this is something i wouldn't i don't i i agree with personally uh, in my opinion i mean what do you think lex uh oh man were you crying not yet Um, (laughs) you're holding it so here i'll i'll play i'll play both sides um i'm watching the video with sound and that was a bad idea (laughs) so uh i personally lost a friend uh he was murdered and i was supposed to be with him that night 
Oh, wow. And for someone who holds a lot of guilt in that aspect, um, it's okay, Opie. Uh, I would absolutely love to see him again. Um, wow. Yeah. No, I... I think, like, for some people that could definitely, like, rip a hole uh, in them. You know what I mean? Like, if it's been years and they've they've moved on from that and they've had the grieving process, um, that could maybe mess them up. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, through ther- a lot of people go through therapy once they, lo- once they lose a loved one. And that's absolutely normal. Everyone should go through therapy. I don't care if you've been through absolutely nothing. Your life's been boring. Everyone needs therapy. But I think for some people, this could absolutely undo everything that they may have, you know, for their grieving process. They would have to start over. I don't know. For me, though, watching this, I would absolutely love to say goodbye to Mike. And if this was the way that I could do it, I would do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see it. But God, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I I think it's amazing. I mean, d- I definitely feel that it could offer closure to a lot of people for sure. Yeah. But at the same time, like again, it could get very black mirror-ish and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like I could see both parts where it could just like rip that hole back open. Yeah. Or it can like really help people as well. It's a fine gray line. That's what I think it's yeah. a, it, where it's at. It's like it's a very big balancing act. Like where 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 it's. I think. I mean, like I like I. I think. I think you're right, Smitty. I think it, in your like you're definitely right that it that it can that it's cool to uh, for the technology to do this, and I think it, it would give closure. But it is gonna. I think it's gonna be a select few. Cause like I think yeah. it's like I think of a person that has that mentality harmful. that that yeah it could be also very very harmful for a person to kind of be like seeing seeing this like you have access to this and like you're wanting to see a person you want to see that person because you miss them so much that you could you could uh, that you can do that you can go to this world all the time and and do that I mean a person could Someone get hooked could, on that they could be obsessive about yeah that. obsessive about that really this is where i see my right. child or my friend and forget the outside world yeah now right. i can be with them even if it's not them right. it's them you right know? exactly it's just like uh, I get it. like i think the worst case scenario is what this girl what this woman is feeling right now it's like the the last thing that you're wanting to do is bury your own child and like and now and like and then she i mean even though this is like her child died two years ago a couple of years ago that feels like that that raw emotion that you're seeing right there in that video is feeling like that just happened like a month ago is what is where right. is where i think is is where i think it's going to be kind of like that's where i'm seeing where that gray line is it's like i don't know if yeah. it's if it's going to be really if that's if it's really going to help it's like it, like now you're just going to remember the pain like you will remember that pain as opposed to remembering the memory of like of the time that you did have with with that loved one or or something like that because like I, I don't know like if i had the choice if i mean i can't feel it right now like my dad did pass away like a long time ago and then if the technology happened i don't know if i would want to do that because i would love to hear my dad's voice i would love to see his uh, to see all that kind of stuff like that again, and it's just like, but that sometimes like, do I want to really do that? You know, I mean, I'd, like, uh, yeah. I think yeah. it really depends on the person. You know what I mean? Like, I think you can go either way on this, where it could be something that that you know, what I mean, could be a negative for a person, 
uh, and I could see how it'd be a positive for a person just wanting to, uh, you know, just have that one last, uh, you know, goodbye. I think it really just depends on, uh, I'm, I'm one of those people that will say, Hey, you know, do what, do what's right for you. Uh, yeah. so yeah, I, I, I think it can go either way, but I could see well, it. And, and just from a technology standpoint too, uh, I think it's just, it's incredible. You know what I mean? what they're able to accomplish here mm -hmm. not only that but then you also had them make a documentary on this so they're able to share this journey and share this story uh with other people uh to get people thinking and saying hey man the technology's out here and it exists and uh we're doing things so you know it's it's uh it's always nice to see steps like this uh for me but yeah i i agree i don't think it's for everybody either mm. well and at this point it's not like everyone can do it Right. right. Yeah. This is not something everyone can do, but I, I'm not, I'm going to also throw this out there. We, we have home videos, right? Mm -hmm. I can go back and look at videos of, of my mom and my dad. I would have to bust out some sort of like VHS and rigmarole it, but I can still see those memories if I want to. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause a lot of times, like we romanticize things in our minds about how something went down and how something happened, but it, this isn't necessarily showing an exact memory. But if this continues, I mean, you could definitely send in like a home movie of, you know, a loved one and they can take what they see in that and, you know, put it into VR for you if that's something that you really want to do. And, and I don't think, yeah, it's not for everybody, uh, but I don't think people who can't handle it are going to be the ones that step forward and say, I want to do this. You know what I mean? Because it's definitely a mindset you have to be in to say, yes, I want to see my loved one again in this type of format. Right. You know, yeah. but how is it how is it different than you know what I mean? The home videos kind well, of aspect. I think in that aspect is that uh, you're right. Uh, home videos is more like a memory of something that happened or something that you did experience. But like but it's kind of, but you're you're watching it outside of that view, like in a third person out, uh, outside into it. They built a world <laughs> around the character yeah. themselves like you're going to actually like the, like if you say something or whatever however the code is because i mean because the, the, the girl was talking back to the person themselves you know so like uh so like i mean the you're going to be interacting instead of instead of dealing with instead of watching uh with the memory it's kind of like uh, it's like it's like saying when it's like hey you uh, if you're wanting to watch a baseball game it's like watching a baseball game to actually being in the game is going to, is a night and day difference and I feel like that's that's the kind of the kind of point of views that I I, I would think that that uh, that they would be approaching towards that because like uh, uh, it's just I think it's a, it's very I think it's very delicate when it comes to something like that. Uh, uh, when you go to those kind of points, <clears throat> excuse me. But uh, but what's even worse, what's even interesting though to me is like uh, I think uh, I think when I saw it when I was looking at the chat, I think General Davis was asking actually asking yeah, a good question. Yeah, he was asking about personalities. Yeah, so like uh, yeah, so when he yeah, General Davis says the real question is how will they get the personalities of the lost love uh love loved one right in the VR? It's like if they are uh, uh yeah, that's it's. It's it's algorithmic. I mean, like, could they imagine? Like, you could imagine that if they decide to say, like, if they have true AI to to, uh, and then you implement these memories, this information that you give the AI to to get that kind of to get to that point that that they're going to have, you're going to make an artificial human 
to interact back with you, I don't think that's helping you remember that person at that point because it's not that person at that point. It's just a person that knows the memory but uh, and then the person that's reacting to the memory, but then it's making uh, al- algorithmic decisions to reply back on how that person could possibly re- re- reply back to you. That's not that's not a memory at that point. I mean that. No, it's not. That's yeah. a new experience. And that's and that's that and that's what I, that's that's where that gray line is coming into effect. If it's what you're describing, of uh, uh, Lex, I would have no problems with that. But I don't think right. that's. But I, uh, but what I'm assuming, what I'm kind of going by is that like. I think they're building the these. Uh, I'm assuming from this video, they're of building that. off of that, and I think that that's where I don't think that that's healthy for someone that's that's grieving to go uh, yeah. to uh, to get to that point. Because now, now you're not just seeing a memory; you're res- they're responding back to you. Right, right. Yeah, it reminds me. Of, I don't know why, but like bicentennial man. When I like when oh, you first yeah. played the video, mm-hmm. like that's what like went through my head. <laughs> I I don't know why, and like I had to look it up, and I'm like, oh, he started out as a robot, but here I don't know. <laughs> like, like I mean, then you kind of bring up like the aspect of like if this goes closer and further, you know, and you are able to do this, and and this is the future. Uh, like my question is like the w- the soul part of people mm-hmm. comes into effect. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. well, in the future, can we transfer souls and then become you know just computer generated little AIs that are walking around as holograms? I hope uh, not. <laughs> do I want to live forever? No. Oh no. If you know, I, I would love people just to see me like this and my semi healthy state. You know what I mean? Like. As someone who knows, like, my brain condition can absolutely end my life, you know, 40 years before it's supposed to, like, I don't know if I want Adam to then talk to me in a VR form. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. I want him to move on with his life and find love and happiness and, you know, do all of that. And. uh, (laughs) Yeah. I don't I don't know. I'm I'm I, I see the benefits, but I also see like I don't want my family to to do this yeah see that I don't, see that see now at the beginning of this it was like oh this is really know, cool technology now but then like, now uh, when you start seriously know. thinking about it it's like i yeah. don't know if that's a good idea what about you smitty yeah well, like, no that i mean that's yeah oh, sorry, sorry. i was gonna say like what smitty mentioned earlier kind of gets a bit like westworldy almost <laughs> where and we've seen westworld like are the, how real how real is this person at this point Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, that's and that's where it's that that's that gray line man it's like we started at, like with with common common ai doing this kind of thing now we're talking about the human condition and, uh, and this is a gaming right. podcast <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know you should watch that lex by the way you should absolutely watch mm-hmm. uh westworld I, no shit. Need to see that I know yeah. i know it's here's the thing i so i'm gonna do what i did with game of thrones i'm gonna wait till it's like almost the last season of it when it's confirmed, and then I'll binge the whole thing. I, you know what? To I'm be, so happy I did that with with Game of Thrones. Oh, Westworld's going though. This seems like it's so random though, because like first season it was one 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 kind of era, then the second one it was the next kind different kind of yeah. era, and then the third was like, okay, we're gonna ma- we're just gonna just do mass hysteria. Wait. Like hmm. third is not out yet though, right? Well, I don't know. yeah, the third one is not think yet. So. No, it's not out yet. But no, I'm sorry. But it's like okay, so here's cowboys in the first in the first one. Then the second one is like okay, we're gonna add samurais into it, 
it's like uh, it's like okay, and then, and then you're switching no, over. But it all make, it yeah. does make sense. Though. I don't want to spoil it for Lex, yeah. but we can have a conversation oh, for we'll, days on that. Too. We can have a conversation for days. <laughs> but that's, man, so that was a good topic. I like that topic too. So that was that was yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So the last topic is going to be my topic, and it's going to be a follow up because like it's funny because like when we did the the discussion, it was early two days before they 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 did stuff right kind of mm-hmm. uh and uh i don't like leaving stuff uh, leaving open open ed, uh, ended stuff so uh i'm gonna follow yeah. back my last week's topic was about the war, uh, warcraft 3 reforged uh a fiasco that happened when it was released and uh, the issues that was happening to it so a quick recap warcraft 3 reforged came out uh they people were upset because the things that they gave uh, that they promised back in 2018 with the with the new with their cinematics and stuff to what they gave us in the in the reforge is like terrible comparatively they just did a reskin of the original game uh to to make it look a little bit better and uh, that's basically it they didn't really change a lot of things oh yeah and they also did some uh, changes on the on like custom mapping custom maps and stuff like that oh excuse me so uh so like literally on Monday, like the beginning of the of the of the of this last pre- of this previous week, uh, they uh, responded back on the uh, on those refor- the reforged complaints. They've they allowed refunds, which really pisses me off. They say that they are allowing you, you know, like you're allowing they're allowing uh, the the consumer to get their money back on something that they didn't promise. It really it really kind of grinds my gears with that one. Um, and uh, uh, they said uh, they came back with it. So uh, this is a thing I got from an article from GameSpot uh, from the beginning of from that week. So uh, I'll just do a small, quick, uh, quick chapter update on this. But he says, uh, after the wave of criticism that was directed towards Activision Blizzard for its handling of Warcraft 3 Reforged, uh, the company issued an apology for the problems that were outlined by a couple of uh, a couple of patches. Uh, so uh, the Warcraft community manager, Randy Kyvax Jordan, took uh, to the company's forums to discuss Blizzard's plans for Reforged, uh, <clears throat> for the uh, for Reforged, which is the uh, the remake of it, specifying that the team is fully committed, quote unquote, fully committed to supporting the game and the Warcraft community for a long time to come. This includes preparing a patch schedule to go live at, uh, live later this week that will address mismatched colors, shading modules, portrait animations, audio bugs, you whatever. So the the rigmarole. So the one thing that I was more on, uh, about was his uh, other statement, which was. Uh, we did not want the in game uh, about was the cutscenes, which was in- was incredibly misleading uh, in the first yeah. uh, in the first place. Incredibly misleading. Uh, he said that uh, we did not want the in game cutscenes to steer too far from the original game. Uh, we went a little deeper t- into the thought process behind that at the show, but the main takeaway is that the campaign tells one of the classic stories of Warcraft history, and uh, a- and we want to preserve the true spirit of Warcraft Three and allow players to relive these unforgettable moments as they were uh, originally. Uh-huh. I say you go f yourselves, Blizzard, because uh, like in my opinion, like uh, because like when you're <laughs> going to say because like when you say something like that, you're going to backtrack to uh, to that. Then why did you spend your time to make a video to make it look like wow this is a game that came out back in two thousand 
and then you're going to do a video and then you're going to update the cutscenes. You're not changing the cutscenes like the video or what was happening about it, but you're visualizing it. That's like if they're saying with with Squaresoft saying for Final Fantasy 7 to do what they're showing right now of the remake and then they're just going to give you the original game because they don't want you to <laughs> to they want to go to the, preserve the true spirit of that game. It's like what like what are you doing? Like like seriously, what are you seriously doing at that point? Like Y'all are in a, so innovative when it comes to, to, to cutscenes to, to portray your stories. And yet you're coming back, giving us this B, this, this PR BS saying that like, oh no, we don't, we don't want it to take it away from the game. It's like, how is that going to take away from the game? Please tell me how that's going to take away from the game. Cause like, I don't understand what, what, what exactly is going to take away from it. I don't, I don't know. Yes. Either. Yeah, exactly. Like, so what you're saying is that you're wanting the original experience. So you're wanting to resell the game at a full value price of 30 to $40 uh, to just say they were good, that they were playing the same game. I mean, that that's essentially what I'm getting at. Uh, well, the, uh, they just reskinned the characters. I don't okay. ca- I don't mind that as much because it's a, it's an RTS and uh, and right. like nine times out of ten you're not going to be going sprite by sprite. But the fact that right. you sold the game because you thought you said you were adding because uh, your original sell on BlizzCon 2018 was that y'all were going to be adding some new small features to keep the game updated and those cutscenes was a big part of it. Like I mean, like I don't understand like how how you could just backtrack and just say, oh, we thought about our thought processes behind uh behind that. Uh, like uh, you could just say it was too hard. I mean, if that if that if that if that was it, just say it was too hard. But you could have said you could have said throughout that process because people were waiting two years for this game. Yeah. Two years for right. this game to say, uh, to, uh, to say, to, yeah, to play this, uh, to play this game. Maybe people weren't as hyped as uh, as they should, uh, as they were planning on wanting to be. But people were waiting for this because you were you were advertising that specific aspect. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. am I am, am I finding that crazy? To, or am I am I the one that's thinking outside that box? Anyone? <laughs> no. Super deceptive is what it is. That's in- super deceptive. Their fans absolutely have a right to be outraged about this. Not only that, but think about this. Their initial response was no refunds. That yeah. is an a-hole move out absolutely. the gate. Then you're going to come back and give me this BS of, you know, we got a lot planned for the future. It's like, look, you sold this game day one under these false pretenses. People didn't want the crap that you were that you were shoveling out. And then you tried to block them from getting their money back. And then yep. you want to say, well, we got to, you know what that reminds me of? There's a very, uh, uh, ooh, you know what it is. Oh, I know. We have Anthem. Oh, oh, hey. Don't hey, get him, we got, this, we got this game. Don't get him, Every time I've been anywhere with you on Anthem. I'm sorry. It always this is what it reminds me of. And, and not only that, not like. Just the fact that you, I mean, it's so weak, dude. It's like people spend their hard-earned money for a game that they have an expectation of or like, hey, you told me that this is what it's going to be. And now you're telling me, oh, it's not quite like that. We're, we're going to work our way up to that. It's like that's that's a, you, you sold me on a false pretense. Then at that point, I should have the right to be able to say, you know what? I want my money back. I don't want this. You know, but right. then then to go and say, hey, 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 you can't have your money back. 
hold on. And then they had to say, you know, took a took took a day or two of a backlash. And they said, oh, yeah, you guys can have your money back here. Here, here you go. My bad. My bad. Yeah. You know, that just says a lot about Blizzard, dude, and, and how they operate and how they continue to operate and how much they really don't understand their fan base or what's going on again we kind of discussed this the last episode too mm-hmm. yeah. where you know there were there were corporate and higher higher end uh, changes that were made and usually when something like that happens you start having that culture that environment starts changing and you're and we're getting to see that now what really matters to them and uh it's sad it's it's uh it's a shell of what it used to be but uh the writing's on the wall you know yeah. It, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Go, go for it, Lex. No. Uh, so I, I agree with Smitty. Like when corporations get larger and larger, I feel like they lose more of that in touch with the fan base that they originally had, and, and that and that's deemed to happen. But then you can't just turn around and say, "Oh, no, no, this is what I'm giving you, and you better like it." And tough titty little kitty, you you just can't <laughs> do that. Especially when you've when you've promised, and this isn't a game that I played, but I can tell you if they redid uh, Diablo and they were telling us that there was new storylines and that they redid it and everything's going to be fantastic and here's what I'm selling you, I'd be super stoked. And then to get the game and it's the same thing, just prettier, like they put like <laughs> a varnish on it. Text- no, yeah, new textures. You can't do that. Yeah. That's ridiculous, and it, uh, it frustrates me. And I'm a huge, I'm a huge Overwatch fan, mm-hmm. and I love Overwatch. And like last week, like you and I both, we were, we our subjects were Blizzard, you know, with like the the hero bands, and which now is a hero pool for mm-hmm. anyone that was curious. Um, <laughs> that they, that thing is still up in the air. Mm-hmm. We'll find out in March, I guess. But that's just that's infuriating. Like that sucks, man. You know what? Like okay, so like my biggest issue is that. If you wanted to re-release Warcraft Three, you could have re-released Warcraft Three. I, I don't, I don't mind this stuff. Besides right. the, besides the practices that they did with the, uh, with the refunds and stuff, I don't understand how anyone could get away with that nonsense for that uh, within that week. Uh, you know, what's funny. The and, and side note, the funniest thing is that you, when you think, when I think about it, Nintendo's the only one that's got the, the, that gets away. Like you can't get a, re, you can't ask for a refund for eShop. So right. uh, yeah, so that's they really? have, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have given Nintendo. refunds out in the past though for certain things. But it's oh. not like, but it's not like oh. it's easily. It's not like common knowledge. Like yeah. you can't, you can't right. like you have to go through some hoops to get to that. <laughs> so like, uh, uh, but like, uh, but still like, like the that whole process. Okay, whatever. That we already know that I'm condemning you on that one on that uh, Blizzard on that one already. But the fact yep. that one of the pillars of this of this remake was. <clears throat> You are introducing video, like you're introducing new like looks and aspects of the original story. You're not changing the story. You're just changing the look of the uh, of the kind of thing, like you know, of the experience. That's it. And you're saying that then, then you don't say a word in y'all's during y'all's development process of this, but you're just we're just expecting people were just going to go buy this. It's like you feel I just feel that you make you're insulting the intelligence of the people that are of your community. Is and then I think that's the and I think that's my biggest issue uh, with this. And then when you come back, let alone you're the community manager that gives us this kind of 
like laxed uh this lax community the statements of like oh well, well like we're we're uh we're dedicated for the pa- uh to to keep uh to keep patching this game for like to 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 change to to fix the mismatched colors and shading modules and portraits that's the least that you're supposed to do you're like you don't need to tell us that <laughs> that we, should have been yeah. done before yeah, yeah. And that's fine you know what and Who then yeah, yeah and bugs happen i don't I'm, and i'm totally fine with uh, with you fixing it that we know that because we're expecting that for you because that is a blizzard quality your is y'all's quality of service for uh for these games uh right. but but so so i don't yeah i don't care about that i care mostly that you deceived your public you deceived your community uh, uh towards uh towards this game itself and then yet you were and then like and then you thought that y'all were going to get away with it was going to be y'all were going to get away with this uh uh simply you just you just basically just shined a uh just shined a a uh, made a polished turd out of something that came out that came out a long time ago and try to resell up the value of it but uh, uh, uh by yet hyping him up by showing him something completely awesome and then just totally just dis, uh say that y'all uh, that y'all change y'all's mind on it it's like can I ask I a silly question? Yes, what? So in in the in their apology, were they saying that they are actually going to add the new features that they had promised? No. Or did they not even they just glossed over that whole fact and they're like, oh, we're gonna fix the colors. Yeah, that well they well That's it? They basically just said, Okay, we're going to uh uh we're going to pat we're gonna still patch the game. That's all. That's what. That's all they said that they're agreeing but on. But what does patching but, mean? Well, patching like, means what it's exactly, updates. What do they mean by that? Just like you know how Tuesday, y'all have. There's always an update on a on the yeah. Battle.net servers and stuff. Absolutely. That's what that means. It means that that's what they're going to yeah. do. It's like they're just going to do regular maintenance on these uh, on these things. So I mean, the, so it doesn't that's not address the issue at all. That's not going to address oh, the issue that, of the of the fact that they're not doing. They they didn't want to cut the. Uh, <laughs> Uh, they cut the videos out completely that they were plan- that they were promising initially. So okay. yeah. Yeah. So it's the same game, and and they they put gold on a turd. Yeah, essentially, that's oh, exactly what they cool. basically do. So yeah, so I mean, uh, for me personally, I mean, I know it's not going to hurt yeah, them like, in any way. Oh, I'm sorry, what were you going to say, Faye? At the original point, like the original turd was perfectly fine. Still, <laughs> it's like it was. They, right. They've just made the game worse by association with this like remaster that's just been nothing but empty promises. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what. I, and then now, what I'm more worried about is that now, since I know that the upper management staffs are a lot different, is is not the is not like what i grew up with with blizzard i mean i don't know if i'm if i'm going i I might just stop with blizzard games to be honest with you i mean not because of this specifically but just just the pull of like uh the store uh basically the story that's been told about what's been going on with blizzard themselves as a company like so like overall is my whole the whole time and it sucks it's because like i don't uh i'm kind of like where you are at with pokemon Faye. so like i was just like uh, I kind of. I mean, I still love Pokemon. They did have like the the DLC stuff they announced. That they DLC was basically tight. said they're fi- <laughs> they said they're fixing a lot of the stuff that they originally said they weren't gonna do. Yeah. But no, uh, well, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm like, just they saying... originally said there wasn't even gonna be D- like DLC. They said they weren't gonna be adding more Pokemon, but now they're doing all of that mm. with because they the saw DLC. how much money so they were getting once from all that's that. Out, it's gonna be more like what 
we all like envision this one to be yeah so mm. i mean yeah it's like i mean i might i mean it's gonna suck because I, I love diablo I, I really love diablo Same. like yeah i mean i played diablo 3 even when it, the time when it was really really crappy and then like and i still played it after i was still banking on it in fact we played like i was playing diablo 3 when it first came out on switch last year they get when they get uh and i was and i loved it uh like I'm going to miss Diablo Four because I am like I'm, I'm not I'm not going to deal with this. I'm I'm going to see how they're going to if they, if they shape up because I'm tired of companies giving these dumb apologies and then they're just say right. and then and then and then yet they're not cha- they're not going to change it. They're just going to be like ho hum, yeah. you know. So no, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not gonna, I'm just going to take it out of my wallet just not there i know it's gonna be harder for y'all too with overwatch and overwatch 2 but still yeah i'm yeah, done no, like, i'm a little worried <laughs> i already stopped playing blizzard games i kind of gave up with them like at the end of last year hmm. i know a few and, people that are like the same everything way. they do like it's just like they just keep making everything worse because it's not mistakes. really blizzard anymore it's activision blizzard it's all like, right nowadays I mean, no, this is, yeah. I think this is, I mean, dude, like the restructuring that they did with Blizzard itself initially, they they, they have yeah. to admit some sort of level of fault. It's not just Brian Kotick. It's not like they have a new change because Brian Kotick and Blizzard, Blizzard has been around for a while. This isn't a brand new association. They've uh, like the CEO stepped down like just last year because of. Uh, but is it him saying it? You know what I mean? It, it, he could be getting handed a script and this is what you have to say. And, and it's very possible. Contract, very possible. This is what you have to say and you cannot go off script. You know what I mean? That's I, true. I, but it, but there's ugh. so many people that left for these yeah. reasons that's what that like that's that, that's a red flag in itself like maybe yeah right. maybe it's the upper management that that they decided upper management beyond that's owned that owns blizzard saying we're wanting to go this direction and the people are saying heck yeah. no and then they're saying no but i doubt that uh, because usually when they do that kind of thing you don't want to mess around with magic like that kind of level of, uh, of deal i mean i think that they i think legitimately that some of the stuff is blamed on blizzard themselves just like how some of the stuff on certain companies like let's say let's say like how uh with uh, like bioware with their bad decision making with like with anthem and uh and mass effect and the newest mass effect that came out andromeda and all that stuff so like they have to have some sort of lo- level of accountability so uh yeah. yeah so i don't know i just think that like uh like where it's at now i'm not saying i'm never going to come back to it because i mean hey they may change but they have to prove now they're on they're at a level where they have to prove it to me i can't just say day one gotta buy this this blizzard game not right. not anymore <laughs> not anymore not 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 until they show me some some real change that's gonna happen because that's bs i mean so yeah, yeah it's so yeah so. and i don't know that you're gonna see it I don't know that you're gonna mm-hmm. see it. It's gonna be a while oh, uh, yeah. and they're they're kind of turning into uh you know I hate seeing like that you know I hate seeing stuff like that where you know they have to give out that fake apology you know mm-hmm. you're just gonna throw out this crap game or this crap thing and and then you're gonna be snarky about people being upset about it, you know it's like you know what all right. I'll take my money somewhere else, dude. The refund, man, is this the thing that got me? Is the refund? Like, I was yeah. like, "Are you no, that's serious?" The craziest thing about it, dude. It's like, how do you like? How dare you say I can't have my money back because <laughs> you did not provide a product that yeah. I wanted? Like, get out of my face with that, dude. That's insane yeah, to that's me. Crazy. I feel like that would almost end up in like some kind of lawsuit if they didn't. Yeah, yeah, oh, it would immediately, Absolutely. immediately you like that. Something mm-hmm. and you didn't give it. 
the end my money comes back to me that's how that <laughs> yeah. works it's like come on it's like are y'all just like i mean i don't know what y'all did in those seven days like okay we can give them the money back now it's like what are you trying to do like uh, like what is that they probably realized or they talked to their lawyers or something they said uh no no that's you guys can't legally do that like what are you doing yeah like, i mean just whatever we apologize about that here's here's what we're gonna do nothing we're gonna continue to give it normal updates though uh, yeah we're gonna do what we're sure. what we're paid to be do yeah to, to oh, do hey, i remembered what it is now um that nintendo did offer a refund on and it is irrelevant it well, was, was it? overwatch oh, the... oh are you serious was yeah. it really? Because when Overwatch came out on the Switch, it was um, right after all of the Hong Kong stuff with and China stuff with Blizzard. Gotcha. Oh, okay, I see. So they ended up offering refunds. Got bad. Yeah. yeah, they had to do it. Yeah, and they had to do a special. Like I said, there's not a place where it's like say it's uh, that uh, you have to go through hoops to get refunds through Nintendo. Yeah, it's possible. For sure. Yeah, it's possible, but it's not easy. That's what I'm saying. Like not like right, it. yeah, right. so I would say special circumstances. Right, exactly. So, all right, so that was a good. That was a good man. We were we were pretty deep this time. It was rage and it was sadness yeah. and it was like we had all different ranges this this, this podcast episode. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. That's freaking crazy. So no, that's great. Yeah. But anyways, let's uh let's let's wrap this up. Uh, Lex, what do you have? Uh, what do you have this oh. week? What are you planning on doing this week? Oh, I was gonna say I do have a small thing. Uh, General Davis did have to leave because Twitch was buffering too much, but mm-hmm. he was just asking if we, because we'd ended up not talking about it, about the coronavirus and <laughs> slowing production. Yeah, I saw that. In Japan. Oh, yeah, I did see that, and uh, like, like to be honest, like, uh, this is the problem I have, and this is like, uh, I, I, I got that, because like, we don't know, uh, because we don't have, like, coronavirus is something that's happened like, within the last two weeks. To say yeah. that that it's something that it's actually doing, it's like it's because this is like an opinionated piece, like you know, like. Well, I know that so I'm not really sure. Did, Nintendo did announce that that like they made they did make like a some kind of little announcement that they like were sorry that some productions have been moved back and all this stuff mm-hmm. because uh, because of this. Yeah, but, but like, like I feel like if anything, it just is more attributed to like the whole crunch in like the gaming industry than anything else where like they're so pressed for these deadlines rather than just having the product done when it's done right and yeah. i don't think that it's something that was that that was that would correlate to corona the coronavirus themselves because like it's it's like i said this is because this is only happened to me for two weeks to say that they're going to be massively delaying certain games like i mean like just this last week one of the games i was actually anticipating the playing in march uh fairy tale got delayed to to june and i was like oh you gotta be kidding me I don't think it was because of the coronavirus. Though. It's like a, it's because right. of, it was because of full productivity. I think it's other. I think other things are at play specifically with it. So I was look. I did look at that article. I did read it, and then, but I wasn't really sure if I could say that if that if like like you know definitely def- definitively that it was because of the virus itself. Yeah, there's probably going to be delays, but I just don't think we have enough information to verify that yeah. it's because of that itself is where is where I was at. So the the article that I was able to pull up real quickly, uh, 
just in general, it said uh, the majority of its manufacturing done in China. Nintendo said it was inevitable that production and shipments of its Nintendo Switch and Joy-Con controllers would be delayed in Japan mm-hmm. due to the coronavirus outbreak in China. Um, but as far as like game delays, it's not really saying anything too much about that. But as of right now, because of the coronavirus, that um, the Switch and Joy-Con controllers might be delayed for Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be affecting anything else as of right now. I'm mm-hmm. sure they'll they'll come out with a statement if it does. But yeah, just to quickly cover what Davis was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It, seems, it seems at least right now, if anything, it's there might be like a small production delay on like hardware. Physical yeah. Not necessarily software. Right. Yeah, I yeah. feel like anything game related that's going to be delayed was going to be delayed anyways. Mm. And it's hard to say that because of something like the coronavirus that that's why yeah um, yeah a lot of the game delays they already announced anyways uh at the top of the year you know what i mean before that even right hit. yeah so, so. Oh, there so, might be some more too i still stick by the fact that they 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 may be trying to figure out if they're gonna release on ps4 or just wait and do it on the next yeah end. very so true too on both mm-hmm. i totally agree uh so lex what are you doing the, what are you doing the rest of this week well uh, you cut you cut out just a teeny bit. What oh, was your question? I'm sorry. Uh, what was that? Uh, what are you streaming? Uh, what are you playing on streaming this week? Uh, kind of the same schedule. Uh, I think we're gonna mix it up just a little bit. Uh, I've got a family thing to go to right after this. Uh, but I'll be on this weekend playing some games. So if you see me on playing some Monster Hunter, hit me up. Uh, Monday, of course, we will do Monster Hunter Monday. Tuesday will be Spoopy Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday. Uh, I think we're going to mix it up a little bit. Uh, I'll get back to you guys on that. We might be doing a charity stream. Uh, oh, cool. Because uh, the Aussies, they're still on fire, y'all. Uh, it's still so happening? I would love... Yeah. I would love to donate. And it, it, the thing is, is not a lot of people are doing charity streams anymore. So I would like to kind of close that gap and help yeah. out. Because, you know, wildlife uh, organizations, they still need a lot of help. And so whatever I can do to help, uh, I would love to. So I think Wednesday we're going to do a charity stream. Uh, and then Thursday, uh, I think we might play some monster problems. So if you like cheesy dating uh, apps for adults, you're going to love it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if you guys enjoy the voice acting that I do with uh, Jay Tizzy, it'll be full blown uh, with monster problem. So uh, come on by. Yeah, you have a full week, man. Me, I'm like, yeah. I'm on the stream whenever I want. <laughs> that's, not, that's not including the the outside work. Uh, I am doing voiceovers for people, so I've got a I've nice. got a few things to do. So if you need voiceovers for your stream, let me know. Stuff and things, man. That's awesome. Stuff and things. <laughs> what about you, Smitty? What you up to this week? Oh, I'm sorry. Before, uh, sorry to cut you off. What is your What is your Twitch? Like <laughs> What's your Twitch like? Yes. Oh, this is Lex with underscore. So this underscore is underscore Lex. And of course, we have our co-host, Ms. Opie. She'll be there. Yes, nice. She's down here. All right, good. Smitty, what do you got? Yeah, so uh, we got a new episode. We'll be recording uh, episode four of Land Parties on Monday. And I'll be dropping on uh, uh, on Wednesday. I'm working on the videos for those as well for the YouTube channel. Um, other than that, though, uh, we'll be streaming again probably Thursday. I might mix it up and do a uh, single-player game, and then obviously uh, Friday. Friday is for Overwatch, so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I'll probably uh, get to. I'd like to. I'm gonna work with uh, Kitty Chaos as well because I'm. I'm. Uh, I told her I'd contact her, and I haven't. But uh, we're working on putting together uh, a uh, uh, Overwatch event or tournament or something like that within our communities. It'll be open yeah. up to everybody. So. 
Uh, stay tuned for details on that stuff. That's going to be hot. Um, other than that, though, yeah, just, just you know, doing works and things, living life and whatnot. What about yourself, buddy? Okay, well, uh, well, like, I've been a little bit back on the streaming, but I'm coming back slowly but surely, but I definitely, uh, yeah. I'm going to be finishing up, uh, I think I'm going to try finishing up Indivisible tonight, so if I, if uh, oh, nice. so definitely want to check that out, go to CFG Games, uh, and uh, Sundays we're probably going to be playing some more uh, Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter World on PS4, so if you definitely want to, you could definitely, anyone's more than welcome to join us, we'll be playing some more, some uh, awesome hunts. This week I'm going to need to debate on what I'm, what I'm wanting to stream. Um, we have some games that are currently under embargo right now. Uh, we might, there's a game that I want to play badly on stream, but I want to, but I can't say, say it yet, but hopefully I should be able to by the end of the week. And if we can, I'll, nice. I'll definitely want to stream nice. it. So like, that'll be pretty cool. Nice. So, so definitely uh, stay tuned on that as well. Uh, and, uh, also big thanks to, uh, big thanks to Faye, uh, checking up on the, uh, on yeah. the chat as well. So Che, uh, yeah. Faye, I know Faye, thanks, you stream. Faye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, what do you, uh, if you, uh, are you playing on streaming this week too, Faye? Um, I'm well. After this, I'm gonna go wash a whole bunch of dishes. <laughs> but then I think I'm gonna come back. I might. I've I've been very inconsistent with streaming. I'm st- still. Yeah. January was a weird month for me, so yeah. I'm hoping now that that's done. Like yeah. I'm gonna. I kept. I was like, I'm gonna start streaming more regularly this year. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, whenever January. January was the time. But anyway, mm-hmm. um. I was playing Binding of Isaac when I was streaming, trying to like platinum the game, basically get all yeah. the achievements. You want to kill yourself? That's and what you're then, wanting to do. <laughs> all I've got left are like two easy ones, oh. like two easy achievements, and then nice. ones that are essentially luck based because it's like you have to have just this many items that do this thing in yeah. one run, and it's like mm, we'll see if I ever. That get That is a crazy. <laughs> platinum i know that for a fact so it I has definitely... 403 achievements right now wow <laughs> yeah it is a crazy platinum. i wanted i wanted to try and get it all done before the new expansion comes out this year oh my god you are but you... then otherwise i'm thinking like taking a break from like roguelite games and <laughs> maybe maybe playing some like single player like story games that i yeah. just have not been touching you know what we need to play Faye, and that's what i wanted to play because i knew that one time that you played with with uh with flex on this but uh uh divinity? yeah i want to play some yeah. divinity divinity original sin that that was that was I've a been great about game. doing like a solo run with just like the story characters uh-huh i'll see i'll be good about doing that too yeah we should definitely do that that'd be pretty cool so yeah definitely Man. yeah definitely check Faye up on pompadour princess uh definitely i'll need to start making commands too inside the chat but anyways this is we can run this <laughs> run this off but uh guys thank you so much for watching episode number 35 of the cfg gamecast definitely if uh, it goes a long way to give us a follow or a like on any podcast services definitely uh, uh give us a thumbs up if you like what you hear we'll, we're on every saturdays in the evening uh in the evenings time so We'll uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode, and I would love to be have y'all a part of the conversation. So this is Davis, Lex, Faye, and Smitty signing off. Y'all have a great night. Bye, guys. Bye.